Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. This is Tospusage, the one star podcast without Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. And I'm Doug. Welcome to Toepwasage, the one I podcast without Scott and Jeff. I know you can't see Kip, but he's wearing an eye patch. I mean, and you thought it was hard to podcast with two eyes. (laughs) Yeah. I got a detached retina. Well, it was partially detached. Correct. Partially, partially, yeah, right. My eye didn't like fall out of it, the socket. It yeah. wasn't like that. You, I guess you would think maybe it would just be dangling there, right? But this um, could happen to anyone. Yeah. Well, people are asking me how it happened to me. And it's it was either a kick-ass snowboarding accident. Sure. Or, yeah. I, was, or I was blowing my nose too hard. While snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, the, I think I'm going to go with the snowboarding one. Even yeah. Even though I think it's the other one. You're, uh, I mean, I've seen you come down that mountain... Shredding pow pow is that what they say? You should have been wearing two eye patches while you're doing that to prevent this sort of thing. <laughs> the eye patch looks pretty cool, you know. Like black is definitely the coolest. Well, it would be good if it had that uh, skull and crossbones. Yeah, on it. Yeah, too, yeah, on the yeah, front. yeah, yeah. They, they've well, you're you're in luck, Doug. There's going to be some eye patch reviews coming up oh, in the next good. segment. <laughs> yeah, sweet. That when I was when I went in there, this is a review of the nurse that prepared me for the surgery. Yeah, quick review, where she goes, I go. So what should I expect? And she goes, Well, they're just gonna give you the anesthesia, and then you're gonna, but like five seconds, you'll probably be asleep, and you wake up here in the uh, recovery room. And I was like, Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. And then the anesthesiologist guy came in there, like, All right, you ready? Uh, you ready for their surgery? And I was like, Yeah. What about the anesthesia? Oh, so we just numb the eye. They just numb your eye. That's it, and you're awake for the whole thing. You ever get um, you know, your blood drawn, or you get when they put the uh, IV in, you know? Yeah. You do, what do you do? What do you look at the needle? Do you look away from the needle? I always like. What I, do you do? I usually look away. Yeah. Yeah, I look, usually look away. Guess what? You can't look away when they're putting it in your eye. <laughs> and then they just j- jam some instruments in there. <laughs> yes, I guess so. It was hard to see. It was very up close. It's really amazing what surgeons can do. They could just cut a tiny little hole in you put some instruments in there and then just like rearrange all your organs. You know, yeah, they, they, they don't do that, like they, but it's, it's pretty amazing. Then is it kind of like almost video game esque, right? I do imagine there will come a time where surgeons are just wearing like a virtual reality headset from home and they're just and they're just teenage kids drinking Mountain Dew. Not now, ma, I got to do a surge. <laughs> That guy who operates on obese people on my 600-pound life, he's, he's working a robot from the back of the room to do some of these surgeries. I don't know if you guys know this about Doug. I should introduce you, Doug. Yeah. Uh, or I guess it is Doug. Uh, you might know him from my 600-pound life. <laughs> Isn't that right, Doug? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down to 185. But did you, didn't you work on the show? No, I worked on a show called Big Medicine, which was, was, was a, that one? which is a precursor to my 600-pound life. I was a sound mixer, and I got to watch a lot of bariatric surgeries. Uh, Good. There's one guy, you know, usually they could do that, speaking of anesthesia, they could put the anesthesia uh, mask on and knock you out before they jam that thing down your throat, the breathing yeah. tube. But when you're that big, they have to make sure uh, you're awake when they do that. Riding the audio button. <laughs> so I've got I've got the boom <laughs> hovering over this guy getting surgery, <laughs> and they're shoving this thing down his throat <laughs> while he's still awake, and it's it's one of the most haunting sounds I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you gotta give life. us a taste of what, yeah, it, it, was, what it sounds like. I'll do my best. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was like that. And but it was good. It was good audio. You know, that's. Uh, I don't know if it made the final cut of the show. I didn't. I didn't catch up with the show um, after we shot it. I'll get more into uh, some of the gross surgery stuff for our Patreon listeners. $18 a month and you could hear all about like the, the loose skin that happens after bariatric surgery. All right. Oh, I can't wait for that. Stay tuned at the end of the show for that uh, special bonus story. But uh, I also just would like to mention one other thing about that show. Is, yeah. um, and this is before, you know, the pandemic. This was 2007. And uh, I use you know around hospitals they have these automatic like hand sanitization you know things uh -huh. on all the walls and i would i would use them very often and a hospital administrator came up to me one day and gave me a clean hands award <laughs> so i just thought everyone should know that i should have said that when i introduced you <laughs> And winner of the prestigious Clean Hands Award, Doug Perkins. Well, it's Doug. Welcome to the show. This is the One Star Podcast, where we review the worst reviews. That's right. And sometimes we, the we, best who's reviews. Who's reviewing the reviewers, Doug? Yeah, we are. Thank yeah, God. Just it, us. We're it, the only ones that are doing it. I was hoping there would be some sort of federal program by now to review the reviewers but we're the only ones doing it yeah yeah that's the that's the business part of this business true crime podcast we're the secretaries of reviews it's time now for our first segment of the show yeah Doug, you're lucky to be here for this one it's a crowd favorite everybody loves it uh-huh it's called what you got where you tell me what you got and then i tell you what i got you're lucky to be here for this one. Okay, cool. All right, the reviews are in. Hit it, Doug. What you got is an eye patch, and here's what I got. <clears throat> okay, so I'm a frequenter of my local 7-Eleven. Everywhere that I've lived in Los Angeles has been reasonably close to a 7-Eleven. And I would say, like, if I ever move, it's one of the things I'll be looking for. <laughs> yeah, so this 7-Eleven employees two to three people that are just the rudest people I've ever encountered. <laughs> and it does nothing 
to dissuade me from going to that 7-Eleven. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to keep going to that 7-Eleven. Sure, of course. There's nothing that's going to stop me. There's one guy in particular, and I wish I could remember his name. I don't think he wears a name tag or anything, but he hates it when you use the app, the 7-Eleven app. <laughs> and I'm always using the app because it takes, you could get a large coffee instead of $3, it's $2. So I'm like, that's a good deal. So I pull up the, the barcode on my app for him to scan. Sure. So I get the points and everything. Yeah. And he just pretends to scan it. What? He, he like takes his gun, doesn't even like pull the trigger or whatever. And he's like, yeah, the app's not working today. That'll be $3. And I'm pretty sure he just like takes the extra dollar and pockets it. Oh, shit. Which, whatever. Ah. You know, I'm not trying to get this guy fired or anything. Uh, when I, you're allowed to act however you want when you work at Seven Eleven is my, okay. That's a good point. I sort of <laughs> like, they probably have to deal with people all day, but he also, you, get, to, you probably get robbed two or three times a night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I look like a burglar, obviously. Yeah. Um, and one time they had a two gatorades for five dollar deal or 550 or something like that okay and like i'm hopping on that <laughs> and i went i know up, what i'm doing today i went up there showed my app uh he said the app wasn't working i was like well can i enter my phone number and yeah. uh yeah. he's like no it's 775 and i'm like but it says two for 550 back there Oh, even on the on the window. Yeah, on the case it says two yeah. for five fifty. Yeah. So why why isn't it five fifty? Yeah. It's like what because it's not. Is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's like this with everybody. Like I don't really take it personally, but I do think he's he's like denying people the deals so he could pocket the difference. Or or what if he just doesn't like it when people come in? I think that's part of it for sure. And he just doesn't, he wishes there were no customers ever. So he's trying to get rid of them all. Like yeah. He, he doesn't own the place, you know? This is all a very long <laughs> lead into the reviews of my local 7 <laughs> Eleven okay. on Silver Lake Boulevard. Here's one from Overkill T, gives it one star. This is from a year ago. Went to this location back in late January. The cashier behind the counter was rude to me because I couldn't pay lottery tickets with anything smaller than $100. He threatened me to charge me a fee if I did that again. Hmm. Suffice it to say <laughs> that I will not be going to that location again with only six parking spaces. So when he did finish the transaction, he took $4 away from my $50 of lottery tickets. I was left with $46 in change. So if the manager or corporate looks into the books and see more money than it should have, now they know who took oh, he money is from its money. customers. Well, he's kind of suggesting that he is taking money that he shouldn't, but it's uh, going to be in the cash register. Huh. Because if they check their books, there's going to be extra money from this guy. <laughs> he's stealing money for the owner. But here's a real kicker. Uh, as an addendum, later that week, I was tested positive for COVID. Did I get it from this guy <laughs> or did I give it to him? We will never know for sure. But if I were you and you visited this location during late January, 
You better get checked if you experience coughing or congestion. <laughs> <laughs> Super spreader event. So go ahead, if you were in 7-Eleven in February of 2023, go ahead and get checked. Oh, shit. Get checked out. Check my calendar. I always mark down all my 7-Eleven trips in the calendar. <laughs> Here's another one from RJ. This is two years ago. This 7-Eleven overall has three and a half stars, which I find to be <laughs> a very good rating for a 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. And for that one that you're talking about. Too. Yeah. Uh RJ gives it one star, says, I've been shopping at this 7-Eleven. Shopping's a strong word. For over 25 <laughs> years. Wednesday, the 9th of February at 8.45 p.m. So this is, you, you could get the employee's schedule from this. I had a chance <laughs> to buy a case of beer for the Sunday Super Bowl game. A chance? Yeah. There was only one 12-pack of Bud Light, and I asked if there was maybe another in the back only to be told by the lazy checker and his colleague that there is a one twelve pack limit, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous. It. There is it. no such limit. The person who stated that is named Jay. Not cool to lie to customers. I have every intention <laughs> to contact the owner of this franchise. It's a shame. I will have to boycott this franchise. <laughs> the whole franchise, huh? <laughs> super 24s for me from here on out but i mean th this makes it sound like these are the people working at the record shop in high fidelity you know yeah, right. yeah. it's like jack black yeah. in that movie yeah all right amber a gives it one star and says Please watch for the rude, miserable cashier here. This is a this is a woman. She verbal she verbally intimidates and assaults oh, no. people and seems dangerous. Very much like she doesn't care about her job or that she's what she's willing to do. And managers are no good either. I would think for the Seven Eleven being such a cop friendly location, they would have a bit mm. more well manners and customer service. But apparently, they don't care who they hire. The cashier refuses to give me her name and said, go ahead and talk to my manager, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like at the start, she, she asks if she doesn't care. Maybe she just doesn't care, but then she actually told her, yeah. I don't give a fuck, bitch. <laughs> Later in the review. And then the reviewer writes, excuse my language. Oh. More like excuse hers, which doesn't really <laughs> track or make sense. Uh I like that she thinks that that there, there's something that could keep you from getting employed as a to work at Seven Eleven. Right. Yeah, we did a background check and you <laughs> failed miserably. You're hired. <laughs> You're uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah. This one's pretty good. I think I bought fifty lottery tickets. Yeah, it must have been one of those billion-dollar lotteries, I hope. 50 lottery tickets. You just increased your chances of winning from 0.0001% to 0.00011%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I still buy lottery tickets on occasion just for that 20-minute dream sequence I have sure. of what I would do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what is it? I'd probably be dead within a year. <laughs> which is fun. that's probably the best way to do it you don't want to yeah. you don't want to blow it and then keep keep being alive yeah i would be <laughs> i would do a brewster's millions like of my own accord um 
Okay, I didn't get the name on this one. I cut it off in the screen grab, but one star. I come to this store very often because I walk around the nearby reservoir walking paths several times a week. Today mm-hmm. I walked in wearing what I usually wear, yoga pants and a crop top. It's super hot outside, and I've been exercising. And I'm super hot. And the woman <laughs> working at the register told me I need to put a shirt on in order to come to the store. I was fully clothed. Did it show skin? Yes, absolutely. I bought it for that reason. Does this mean it's okay to act like I'm some inappropriate nuisance? Absolutely not. I was not shirtless. If my breasts had been out, then yes, I would have been shirtless. I was clothed. I am absolutely offended. Can't wait to call the manager in the morning. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if she'll be wearing the same thing on her call. I agree with the previous reviewer about this woman who works here. So that was the one I just read. That uh, I don't want anyone to get fired, but I will not accept this shaming me in public. Okay. They really don't want any customers. How easy would that job be with no customers? Sorry, can't come in. What do you have, dog? No dogs. No hats. Yeah. No hats allowed. <laughs> can't come in. Everything's broken. We're out of that. The thing you're holding in your hand, we're out of it. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Okay, just a couple more. This is Chrissy. He's an elite Yelper. Oh, elite. Newly elite. It says elite 24. Oh, he just crossed the elite status. Yeah. Congratulations to Chris C. Probably my, all (laughs) these people are probably my neighbors, which is great. Uh, Did you know you had a neighbor that was elite Yelp? (laughs) rated no it's yeah i guess i should look harder when i pass people you could probably tell like gaydar but for elite yelpers (laughs) uh chris c gives it one star and says this is one of the two closest 7-elevens near home for me Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. particularly like coming to this location the lady who works here is super rude sounding I don't know if she means to be or if she just hates life or what. I know for a fact that she barks at customers and that she seems to almost snap at you when she tells you your total. (laughs) Which is funny. (laughs) That's 778. (laughs) Sorry for that snort. I don't appreciate that either. I came here with my daughter not too long ago. She'd gone to the next door milk to grab a snack while I got a few things for our outing to the park just up the street. Mm-hmm. Milk is a cookie and ice cream uh, place. Okay. Okay. When she saw that I was going into the 7-Eleven and my daughter was going to milk, she tried to yell at my daughter to tell her that she couldn't park in their lot to go to milk. Mm. I had to tell her that she was with me, and while I was shopping at her store, I didn't see any reason for her to yell at my daughter. I told her that my shopping in her store would be quick and that I'd gladly leave right after. After paying for a few things, she told me, okay, now out of the lot. Wow. (laughs) I'm shocked. The homeless folks around here even dare lean against the walls of this place. The guys who work here aren't much better. They are rude. They don't like people trying to use their apps to reap any kind of benefits. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They are not friendly either. But like I mentioned, this is not the location that I prefer to go to. It Mm. just happens that it was nearby where I am headed. Ugh. (laughs) 
Okay. There's a couple uh, better reviews. Both saw positives. Yeah. Here's one that gave it four stars. And I think this is a correct four-star review. Okay. non Water S gives it four stars and says, I only gave four because I love night shift cashiers. They're cool and humanly understandable people. <laughs> Not like today, Friday morning shift. He said it's my problem if I can't get into 7-Eleven just to grab quick snack for me and water for my dog. Golden Retriever, super friendly. What an a-hole. He treated me like I'm here to rob him without wearing a mask. Four stars. Huh. Four stars. <laughs> Four stars. And yeah, this you just, one, uh, dock you one star. This just goes to show <laughs> you people are different because, yeah, uh, some people would do one star. And Sheila yeah. B says, it was hot and I am entitled to my sugar overload of an excuse to cool down. They had a big me sale. I think she means big gulp. Big gulp sale. So I took them up on that. Good customer service. Four stars. So oh. nothing wrong with her trip, and she gave it the same as the person who had bad customer service. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to stick around after the show, or maybe we'll uh, make this available to our Patreon, there is an incredibly long four-star review by another elite Yelper, Jeff B., about this <laughs> 7-Eleven, and he was going for the Pulitzer. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Okay, here hey, we go. Uh, to, uh, to, uh, mute it if you're not Patreon. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn it way down, okay? Uh, okay, here is, uh, for all you who stuck around, thank you for donating to our Patreon. Four, <laughs> four stars, Jeff B. gives this 7-Eleven. And he went here, 825-12. Okay, uh, simpler times. Uh <laughs> They're no longer on every street corner like back when I was younger, but they still have the sweet, icy treat I love. My friend and I had just finished a dim sum lunch when I had to check on something at my friend's place in nearby Echo Park while she was out of town. Suddenly, my said, <laughs> suddenly my said, man, I can go for a Slurpee. And of course, I replied, where's a close 7-Eleven? Before, a lot of information already. Before I knew it, we <laughs> headed down Sunset Boulevard. This is but why. Why were you going to the Seven Eleven? This is why he's an elite Yelper. Well, most people don't say in their review why they went to the place or what they were doing before they went to the place. Right. It's about what <laughs> happened while you were at the place. Yes. Before I knew it, we headed down Sunset Boulevard, turned on to Silver Lake Boulevard, thanks for the fucking directions, and voila, the unmistakable logo on our left-hand side caught us like the tracker beam on the Death Star when it pulled in the Millennium Falcon. Props to our <laughs> Yelp app. Neither of us had been to this location before, but it didn't matter. Yeah, I'd say that's true. One thing we knew was that all 7-Elevens had Slurpees. It's just a matter of which flavors they had. Mm. We bolted from the brave little toaster <laughs> and made a beeline to the back of the store where the Slurpee machine was located. Oh, yeah. Before us were six flavors. Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. Fanta Orange Explosion. Mm -hmm. Fanta Sugar-Free Limeade. Yeah. Fanta Blue Raspberry. Yeah. And Fanta grape. Okay, those yeah. all those all sound good yeah. to me, even yeah. the yeah. sugar free one. 
I decided to create a four-flavor colorful concoction. Ah. Excluded the Coca-Cola and Fanta grape. While my friend went for a suicide. All available flavors. He didn't kill himself because he was this guy's friend, just to be clear. (laughs) Well, I like that um, he let us know all the different yeah ingredients that each of them put into the slurpee here no i guess like once you start including as much information as humanly possible if you were to leave something like that out it would be a little concerning i I grabbed the door with my right arm (laughs) secured my fingers around the handle and pulled a left footstep followed by a right and i was completely (laughs) inside the 7-eleven okay uh Armed with a large size cup and dome lid in hand, $1.69 each, we were like artists as we carefully mixed our palette of colorful ice. A slide of the white ball knob for each flavor produced the (laughs) sheesh sound, and before we knew it, our drinkable masterpieces were complete. We admired them for a brief second before we had to allow the gentleman behind us his turn at the Slurpees. His name was Steve, and he got the orange mixed with the... (laughs) He's a local accountant with two kids. Uh, (laughs) FYI, the store also had all the usual snack and drink items. Yeah, it's a fucking 7-Eleven. We know what it is. All of the food and items were placed on shelves. (laughs) (laughs) As lights hung above us, illuminating the room. (laughs) (laughs) Along with travel-sized toiletries, and you can't forget the hot dogs as they rotated on the steel grill. Oh, thank heaven. (laughs) Uh, it wasn't until we got back to my toaster when we finally tried our creation so he must be driving one of those what is it uh those well i like how he explains everything except what the toaster is as if you're gonna know what that means yeah that that kia car that looks like a toaster right yeah until i pulled out the keys and put them in the ignition a deep breath and an exhale (laughs) It wasn't until we got back to my toaster when we finally tried our creation. With a couple hard and fast slurps, we got the mandatory brain freeze, a must experience with this drink. No. <laughs> At this point, they were with, going for the they were going for the brain freeze. Yeah, they wanted that's a, what a rush. <laughs> At this point with the amount of flavors mixed in, the taste was pointless. Sure, I like to keep mine clean and didn't swirl it around so I would taste each flavor independently oh, until the melt the began. Around, to poke the straw around to the different, like a shave ice or something. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. pure pleasure was in the brain freeze. The shot of oh. sugar into your system and the refreshed coldness of it all. Mission accomplished. I'm going to send this to uh, William Morris Endeavor, CAA. I'm just going to say, hey, this is me. This is my writing sample. Um. Since we served ourselves, the this only... This should be our first uh, film. Oh, yeah. This guy's trip. The, for our first one-star film. His five-minute trip that takes an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, but entered into film festivals. Uh, overall, 7-Eleven was a wonderful memory from my childhood. Mm-hmm. But adulthood has taken me away from this experience, except for such spur-of-the-moment instances like this was. And that was more than enough at this point in my life. Okay. Based solely on the Slurpee, I found complete, completely value, although probably not nutritional, as noted by the prices. 
I quoted above, total bill was around 350, no tip required. Okay, this was in 2012. It's uh, $35 now for two Slurpees. Yeah, and you have, and you have to tip. Yeah. <laughs> the atmosphere was your standard convenient store atmosphere. Good. With okay. all the Here drinks, comes the review. With all the drinks <laughs> along the walls, food, snack, and such on the various aisles, magazines at the pay counter, you get the idea. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, well, most of us have been to one of these. The attire was completely casual. <laughs> the dress code doesn't so speak to the sexy lady, the sexy running lady. Oh, yeah, that's true. Super yeah. Casual. Yeah. Uh, the attire was casual. That would be a great thing for the cashiers to say. Sorry, this is a black tie 7 Eleven. I'm glad I read this review before I yeah, went in all dressed up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the attire was completely casual. So I was in a t shirt, board shorts, and flip flops. So, I, well, how come he didn't tell us what he looked like at the start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the this story. could have been written by and you. There I and, and I stepped in in all my glory, board shorts, flip flops, and a t-shirt, no casual dress code here. And then he included a picture of the Slurpee. God bless him. How's oh. the look? It, it looks good. I um, I got my sister a Slurpee recently after she had some throat throat surgery. Yeah, they jam that thing down her throat. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I don't know what they do in that situation. But <laughs> I'm going to have to try one of these sugar-free limeade Serpies. Serpies? You, you can walk over there right after this, dude. Guaki Serpy Niku? Guaki Serpy Piku? Wasn't that the answer? Yeah. The answer was <laughs> I'm sorry. This guacky serpy piku. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the Seven Eleven on Silver Lake Boulevard, and Effie. I'll see you guys there. I'm there a few times a week. You know, I like to wander the aisles. I like to piss off this guy who is pocketing uh, leftover cash from not giving you deals. Anyway, Kip, what you got? Oh, okay. Let me see here. I've got some uh, reviews, as promised, for eye patches. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Been doing a lot of eye patch shopping lately. I'm excited. If you could tell if the reviews were written with the eye patch on or off or with blurry vision. That's a good question. Let me find these here. Um. You could do work on your Dan Crenshaw impression. Who's that? He's a congress congressman from the state of Texas who wears an eye patch. I believe he's a former Navy SEAL. Yeah, just like me, dude. That's what people think. They have the problem with see me. They think I was a Navy SEAL. Not that I blew my nose too hard <laughs> and did, disconnected my eye. <laughs> I got to go for snowboarding, right? Yeah. You ever blow yeah, your yeah. nose so hard you detach your retina? No, I've never really no. ha had uh, been a nose blower, I guess. You, know? you suck it in, huh? Suck it in and spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or wait till the shower. Anyway, we could cut that out. Snot rockets, kind of? Yeah. You just don't like using the tissue. You like blowing your nose, but just out into the world, kind of. Yeah. 
I yeah, like sure. to be free. Sleeves. A lot of sleeve action. Yeah, that's what it says to do in Rick Steves travel guides. <laughs> so use your sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Rick sleeves. <laughs> okay, I've got some guides. reviews for this. The I got two different kinds of eye patches. I got the Rikeo 3D adjustable eye patch. 3D. Can you tell that this one's 3D? 3D glasses. No, well the black this. doesn't lend itself to like seeing the contours of it. No, but also just though you wear you could wear it into a 3D movie. Oh, sure. totally black. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, this is called the 3D adjustable eye patch for right or left eye, adults or kids, one eye cover. Then there's pictures of what to use them for. And one of the pictures is somebody who just got out of surgery. Uh-huh. The other one is somebody doing shooting a bow, uh, shooting an arrow, doing archery practice. Okay. <laughs> and the other one is that somebody dresses a pirate at a party. Oh, okay. So in so, archery, you're only supposed to use one eye? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe that helps somehow. We'll have to get Gina. You want two eyes to know like how far away it is to gauge like the. We'll have to get Gina Davis on to tell us <laughs> she's an archer. So anyway, this is a equally useful uh, as a pirate costume for Halloween, or if you got a uh, eye surgery. Okay, this yeah. is medical grade. So, do you think most of the pirates, pirates uh, back in the day had just recently had eye surgery and were misunderstanding oh, historically? I never even thought about that, man. Huh. The old tale is, you know, is to to make it so that one eye is immediately um, able to see in the dark if necessary. They all wore eye patches. They wore eye patches. So, yeah, if the need arise for them to be able to have to see in the dark, they could just take their eye patch off. And like it would, a solar eclipse? I get Yeah, <laughs> what I don't talking know. About? <laughs> that's what that's like it, it may be an urban legend but that's what i've heard dark all of a sudden yeah <laughs> or if they wake up uh, in the middle of the night i don't know did do, you know this i was reading about pirates also and uh did you know that not all of them had hooks for hands i don't it was that. only like 98 <laughs> percent yeah they were Hook importers, exporters, uh, basically. Here's a here's a review from Virtual DD who gives this eye patch one star and says, uh, "Poorly designed. In order to keep it from slipping off, the strap goes right over my other eye." Is the strap adjustable? It's elastic, right? Yeah, you just put it the you put the strap above your eye, right? <laughs> as you can see, I'm doing here. You see, as you can see, I put this strap over my eyebrow. Yeah, you yeah, know, but yeah. this person. And then, then it goes up a little bit on the side of my head. Okay. See? Sure. So then on the other side of my head, it comes down by my ear, and then it comes up at a little bit of an angle, right? You notice I don't wear it like straight across like glasses, right? So that the strap goes across my eyeball. This person sent it back. Instead oh, good, of yeah. lifting the strap out of their eye. They said it was broken and sent it back. Maybe and this is not the only person that said this. Maybe their eyes up where that strap is right now. <laughs> Could be. I have never once sent anything back to Amazon because I just call them and they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, they tell you to just like throw it away or something. Yeah, don't they? yeah. I'll just take, so, it out, take it outside and burn it if you don't mind. Mary Warren gives it one star and says, not made for human face. <laughs> she ordered a dog eye patch or something uh, anyway she says it didn't stay in place unless i had the strap over my open eye 
totally useless. Weird. Yeah, I, so she put the strap over her eye also. Well, I'm wondering if it is different for people with lots of hair, you know? I don't think so. Um, no, if you look at the people in the pictures, they have it. The, the It goes up at an angle on your forehead. It doesn't go straight across your eye. Look at any picture yeah. of anybody with an eye. It's pretty self-explanatory, the old eye patch. It's been working for yeah. the past several centuries. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Okay, here's Stuart Clausen. Gives it one star and says, it okay. It okay. And then he says, and then he follows that up, but he explains it by saying, it wasn't what I needed. That could be, that's a good review for our, our podcast. <laughs> it wasn't it okay. It wasn't what I needed. <laughs> Here's one from uh, Enrique, who gives it one star and says, I was surprised that this product did not provide instructions of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that's that's uh, trouble i mean that's an it's uh, an i telling on yourself telling on yourself there with that review uh, there's uh, i don't think one. there's any way this company can be sued usually there's something you know every product is a danger in some sort of way but I think the eye patch, like, there's nothing you can do to hurt yourself with that thing. I wrap the eye patch around my testicles 500 times. <laughs> and yeah, my testicles <laughs> fell off. <Yeah. laughs> You're sued. Uh, Bay, B E Y L Z Bob, Bay L Z Bob, Beelzebub. Okay. Says bad design. What do you think their complaint is about the design of the eye patch? It goes over their eye. The strap is difficult to position. It basically runs across your good eye. Do you think she they're putting says, it on the upside strap is, down? Huh? <laughs> the patch goes over their eye pretty good, the one it has to go over. But then all of a sudden you can't see out of both eyes. Well, it's no wonder these people uh, are wearing an eye patch. They clearly got into some sort of accident doing something stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the, they uh, accidentally know, just what, what shoved is, the arm of their glasses in one of their eyes. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it supposed to go here? <laughs> take a let me take, take a go? good look and see how sharp this knife is here. Let me see the tip of this knife. This knife doesn't have any instructions. Uh, I better take a closer look. <laughs> Here's a uh, Eric McDowell who did not like this eye patch, Doug. Okay, he says one star. No one is going to believe you were a pirate wearing this. <laughs> oh, because he didn't think it was pirate enough. Because it's like a foam. It's got like yeah, yeah. It says save your money and get a proper patch made for a pirate. Not this BS. This eye patch was probably two dollars. Yeah, and they don't actually make them for pirates. You know <laughs> anymore? You're right. Not real pirates. Yeah, not real. Not pirates. in the yeah the Indian Ocean over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, I think I wasted money on this. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, so that's, those are my eye patch reviews, but I also have a couple of reviews from my, uh, another p part of my experience. Uh huh. If you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. So before you go into surgery, you have to be cleared for surgery. You know about this? 
Is that when they put the paddles on your chest and go clear? <laughs> yeah. No, you have to go like get your blood work done or something, and then they see if you're ready for surgery. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I so around here, I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but around here you go to a lab that's basically kind of like a jiffy lube mm-hmm. for blood tests. Okay. Would you describe it that way? The Quest Diagnostic. Oh, well, I've been to the I've been to labs similar to this where there's like. Yeah. Uh, you take a number and then they call your number and there's a row of people like uh, yeah. when you go to Marshall's yeah. basically. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. 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 So I've got some reviews from the quest diagnostics that I went to. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and they're in their customer service. Kind of like this. It's the seven 11 of blood. <laughs> right. Right. In more ways than one, you'll find out. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So this is for the Quest Diagnostics in Los Angeles on East 3rd Street. Yep, that's this is a the street. One I went to. And the first review here is from Deborah Gerard, who gives this Quest Diagnostics uh, location one star and says, Why do they keep Yuko at the front desk? She is consistently rude, even to the point of being cruel, and makes everything about herself sharing her personal info and acting outrageous while everyone just ignores her behavior? Is she a relative of somebody who works there? The nurses, on the other hand, were friendly, efficient, and fast. Plus, they accepted me as a walk-in. One star because the person who meets you at the front desk makes a huge impact. <laughs> I love the idea of being rude at a bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> you dying? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I have a seat over there, I guess. Uh, so then here's Yoon Kim, who says, Yuko wouldn't validate my parking. Oh, the parking. Oh, the yeah. parking at these places. When, Especially in Los Angeles, if you go to a hospital, the parking garage is owned by some separate blood-sucking entity. That's where yeah. they should yeah. get the yeah. blood for your tests is from the garage people. Because <laughs> they're out. sucking your blood. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be $12 for 30 minutes. Oh, you had to come here? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Give me $12. Uh, here's one. This is from one star from Christian Hodesta, who gives one star and says, Hold on to your ID. <laughs> I visited this location yesterday, and aside from being rushed by the front desk agent Yuko, <laughs> my driver's license went missing. What? When you get there, you're asked to show your ID, and they hold it on the other side of the counter. However, other patients that go in the back can take your ID if they see it. Mine oh. did not get misplaced. It actually got stolen by another patient. The front desk lady, Yuko, asked me twice if I had taken my ID, and I said no. Then she said, oh, I'm sorry your ID is gone. What the fuck? <laughs> I was confused and asked her, how can my ID be gone? They search for it and ask the other patient if maybe he grabbed it by accident. I look at the front desk lady, Yuko, and I ask her how can anyone just have access to IDs. At this point, I don't know if the other patient took any of my information with him. The lady would not let me confront him because he pretended to be lightheaded. <laughs> I asked for security. <laughs> security at the lab, a blood lab. Yeah. Somebody she was stealing my my driver's license and he was going to try to steal my blood tests. Yeah, I don't think this one's necessarily on Yuko. I don't think this is a common <laughs> occurrence. Where... Never again will I return to this place. Hold on to your ID. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, it's it's fair though. You don't want to you don't want to attack a lightheaded man, <laughs> or do you? Is that the time to spring on him? Security? Uh, we don't have security. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. This is a blood <laughs> lab, sir. <laughs> uh, William Ann says, uh, "Yuko treats patients like a factory assembly line." Canceled appointment last minute. Avoid this location if you value your your time and service. Yeah, I'm not looking. I I didn't go in there looking for great customer service. But also, I don't think people at these places are like purposefully spiteful or like just like. <laughs> it's kind of like the Seven Eleven thing, where it's just like we. I don't want anybody coming up and asking me a bunch of questions, so I'm gonna just get get the word out. Yeah on Yelp that nobody should talk to me. This person, Shannon G says she's a local guide. Oh, she's okay. Good. 45 reviews, Doug. Not of this place though. Yeah. So it says her, her review switching it up a little bit. She says, wow, Yuko, but the front desk could not be more rude. I think she needs to be retrained on how to communicate with patients. Like, uh, the patients or patients patient the patient <laughs> the people that come in yeah and i guess both uh <laughs> yeah so maybe maybe this yuko person is uh, a little gruff but that's fine and then here's here's you fabiola it's fabiola who says the front desk lady is the rudest human being i've ever encountered she makes everything so uncomfortable with her nasty face she gives the people <laughs> and then uh, Leslie Lopez says worst ever one star don't understand how closing time is 4.30 p.m. but won't take anyone after three this is information that should be provided somewhere front desk lady Yuko was so rude and not helpful at all did you run into this Yuko yeah I did okay it was awesome <laughs> I was watching. Yeah, meeting I went a in there. celebrity. I got, early. Yeah. I got there early to watch her just shutting people down. Yeah, it just, was awesome. She just taking like, people's IDs and mailing them. It was like a celebrity sighting. Yeah, sure. When I was, I was hoping she was going to be working, and then she was in there. Be like, are you Yuko? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Yes, you are Yuko, yes. dude. It's like when we went to see Mariah Carey, and she was like acting like a diva, like she would be like. She would bitch out some one of the people in the band or something or her her crew, yeah. And then the crowd was just fucking loved it. <laughs> they just went crazy. Um, yeah, Carolina we got to get this. Jane. We got to get this Yuko to the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, good stop on the One Star Podcast just, uh, uh, tour. Yeah, just... on the One Star tour. <laughs> the Quest yeah. Diagnostics waiting. All room. right, so just go in there and say you need an appointment for three oh one. All right, and Yuko uh, is going to scream at you. Don't give her your ID, but just uh, <laughs> yeah, have fun, enjoy. Uh, oh, here, oh look, they responded. Here's them responding. Here, the Quest Diagnostic Push yeah. responded. They said, uh, "We're so sorry if this was your experience, and thank you for bringing it to our attention. Your review will be forwarded to our leadership team to address with our staff." Uh, if you'd like to provide additional details about your visit, please contact our patient advocacy team. Okay. And so then I realized that this was this exact same message was after every single complaint about Yuko. <laughs> yeah. And they span like four years. Yuko's probably in she's charge been, of she's doing that. She's been there that. for 
She's been there at least for five years that people have been complaining about Yuko. Yeah, we And uh, they've done nothing about it. We'd love to get rid of Yuko, but we are just terrified of what she would do. <laughs> <laughs> she is so rude. <laughs> Too scared to fire her. Yeah, we can't fire her. Uh, here's, here's one from Dominique M., who gives the place three stars. And she says, was going to give this place one star, but the girl taking my blood was super quick and sweet. Regardless, save yourself the trip and don't go to this location. Can you guess why, Doug, why that she might say that? I imagine it's the front desk lady. Only two people work at this location. The front desk lady is an absolute nightmare. All of the negative reviews are absolutely accurate. If you have time to come to this location, make sure you make an appointment. And then they said, of course, we're sorry if this was your experience. <laughs> but and this one was this one was from six years ago. She must be wearing she must <laughs> be wearing six years. She must be wearing a name tag, right? Yeah. Okay, like, oh, and she does and she still wears the name tag proudly. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I I like the idea of Quest Diagnostics just making all their receptionists wear this Yuko main name tag. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. So no that uh, when reviews are left, they're like, this Yuko person <laughs> is terrible. Oh, it's not even a real person. <laughs> yeah. It's just a person they put out there for the bad reviews. That's a great idea. That's brilliant, dude. That is brilliant. And so anyway, I would like to give Yuko five stars. Yeah. Because she put on a, just a performance for me when I was there. Oh, good. But I was like, I got to go up there and ask her some sort of stupid question. Yeah. About parking or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you guys validate? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. So I asked her. I asked her if they validate, and she didn't even look up. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> and I stood there for a while, and then I just turned around and went back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's fun when you get to. But now, so when I go to the 7-Eleven, though. Now yeah. I want to go to the 7-Eleven and see what happens. Yeah, you got to download the app first. Yeah, two great stops. You know when they when you're on a on a on a tour or something, they bring you to places to get a snack, like a picnic lunch or something. Yeah, yeah. That should be where we stop. For well, like it's it's lunch. It's good because um, it's one stop, but you could go both to 7-Eleven and to the La Mille across the street, which we've also reviewed on here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> where you could uh we could have a taste test between like a nine dollar coffee and a two dollar coffee. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. And that the Lamel they they're 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 like snootily rude. Yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah. They're rude in a different way. Yeah. They'll <laughs> they'll tell you, you you can't come in here with a, a you know, that a sweater that ugly. Yeah, they go whatever. take that shit to seven eleven and then yeah. you go over there and they're just as mean. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Doug. That's all. That's what I've got this week. Oh, that was great. We've covered what we both got. Yeah. Or what? Uh, now I'm super excited. Yeah. I'm super excited about what's uh, what's happening here next. Oh boy. I think I know. But why don't you go ahead? Get a, and... We got a lot of emails about this one requesting this. Uh huh. They they want it earlier and earlier every episode. Okay. It's the break. Oh yeah. See, you may want it early, but. I think it's worth the wait. <laughs> Give me a break. Now I know what it takes. I'm putting a new face on the old one. Ready for anything. Playing with fate. Not a moment too late. Showing the whole world nothing can get me 
Okay. But that was kind of like an intermission there. Yeah. Much like in the middle of Lawrence of Arabia. Much much needed <laughs> intervention. I bet Lawrence of Arabia would have loved to have come across a 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, out for there sure. in the desert. Get, get a, a cherry Coke Slurpee all over that yeah. white. I don't for know what sure it that is. garb is called. Welcome back to Toss Massage, the one-star podcast without Scott and Jeff. Sponsored, as always, by Sherwin-Williams. Counting down the top five shades of grayish. Oh. It doesn't always have to be one or the other. Can you do It's a mix between gray and beige. Pretty exciting, this one. It doesn't always have to be one or the other. That's why we love the duo that is grayish. When you're stuck between neutrals and can't seem to decide our top five shades of grayish may be just what you're looking for including SW6073 Perfect Grayish. Or maybe you should try some SW7030 A New Gray. What about SW7031 Mega Grayish? And SW7022 What Room Would Be Complete Without Alpaca? <laughs> There's got to be one more. That was only four. Yeah, they well they want there's another one that I have to do about this other color called upward. But I think I'll save it for the Patreon folks. <laughs> <laughs> we save all the ads for the Patreon. Um, yeah, they get they folks, get special if you special miss, ads not heard by the regular listening audience. Yeah, if you miss all the ads, just uh go ahead and <laughs> donate to our Patreon. <laughs> what would what would your top five shades of grayish be? <laughs> Numbers zero seven zero three four, <laughs> Gray's Anatomy. <laughs> Sherwin Williams, a proud sponsor of Tosquisage, like listening to paint dry. <laughs> this is the one star podcast without Scott and Jeff. Yeah, uh, Scott and Jeff are missing and presumed dead. I think the key word there is presumed. Yeah, presumed dead. Right. Yeah, yeah. presumed dead. Yeah, and we're not the ones doing the presuming. There's yeah. there's other people presuming lots of things. That, yeah, the Los uh, Angeles Times. Yeah, which I mean, they, uh, is I mean, behind a paywall, so don't even bother. Right. But who knows? They could be in Acapulco having the time of their lives. They could be in the trunk of a car at the bottom of the ocean. Having the time of their lives. Yeah, right. Nobody knows. Um, yeah. And it's been, you know, it's been a while since we took over this worldwide sensation of a podcast, Doug. I, uh, I did the math, and, uh, you know, this thing... Uh, it's about to turn into a cold case. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That... yeah you hear that, Detective Del Vecchio? Ah. I have to hand this case over to the cold case department in uh, less than two weeks. <laughs> it's going to be in a warehouse, deep inside a warehouse, Scott and Jeff's evidence, in quotes. I mean, they've looked through it over and over again and, and have come up with nothing. So they're either stupid in on it or they really like this podcast could be could in be. any case del vecchio has been squandering taxpayer money for far too long yeah using up a lot of the pd department time pursuing the case erroneously yeah if you ever see him in public just uh, ask for your money back taxpayers <laughs> but now it's up to uh, the cold case squad after that anthony lapalia or whoever is who's in the cold case squad yeah well he's in uh without a trace Oh, Anthony Lepaglia. Is Anthony Lepaglia's brother? <laughs> Doesn't he have a brother? Isn't he? Maybe he's on cold case. 
maybe. Okay. But did you see during the Super Bowl, they put up, if you had any information about this case, please call this number. Mm-hmm. They put that up on the sphere, the Las yeah. Vegas sphere. That's a, a, a Hail Mary, you know, from Del Vecchio. With two weeks left. Whew. The clock's ticking, man. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah. Not a not a detective dick either, a dick dick. What's <laughs> week? This week it's time to check the news. What's week? This week it's the weekend reviews. I have a in toss passage news. Kit. Yeah. I just want to get our loyal listeners in on the ground floor of our plan. Yeah. We'll get some Toss Passage stickers made, mm-hmm. and we'll just send a bunch of stickers to every person we know who lives out, you know, in a different city, uh-huh. and they'll just plaster these all over their city where the people who love reviews live, so yeah. that people go online and search Toss Passage, and luckily there aren't yeah. many other Toss Passages <laughs> that right. pop up, so ours will pop up. They'll have to listen to the podcast and then we'll be a huge hit after that. And we're going to get our billboard in Iowa, our toss wasage billboard. We're going to be big with truckers. You know that we broadcast this thing out over the CB channels. Yeah. And for ham radio enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've never taken a marketing class, but this is my plan. Yeah. I like it. Okay, Doug. Yeah. It's time for what else you got? Dynamite. This is where I ask you what else you got. Okay. And then you tell me. And they, we go back and forth on this one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Righty, <laughs> set. What else you got? Ah, uh, here's what else I got. Uh, yesterday, I had to kill some time. I was in Hollywood. I had something to do at seven, but I, it was only three. So I did what any red-blooded American would do. I went to see Madam Web, the superhero movie. Okay. Okay. It's it takes place in the Spider-Man universe. Okay. It's Madam a hybrid of Sony and Marvel Studios. Okay. This is the best. Like I don't know all the details, but Sony owns the rights to certain Marvel characters, and they also have access to the Spider-Man uh, characters, like the villains and whatnot. But not Spider-Man. So that's where that movie Morbius is from or uh venom so they're just sneaking in spider-man type knockoffs almost yeah and this one madam webb is played by dakota johnson she's been going on a press tour basically saying what a piece of shit this movie is (laughs) oh no (laughs) and uh, you know in the (laughs) nicest way possible i for a long time i didn't think ai was going to be capable of writing a script for a movie Mm -hmm. you know i just like yeah it's really not that good yet and like it's never going to be able to recreate you know the the humanity of film Mm -hmm. um yeah but then i saw madam webb and i'm like yeah this is (laughs) this is like two years away from being fully ai this movie i think but it's it really They'll be able to make bad movies. They'll be able to make animated movies. They'll be able to make surreal movies. But unless a real artist is behind it, it's always going to be shit, you know? Yeah, I wonder if all the AIs will go see it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, Kip, what else you got? This is actually a sent in from a from a, a listener and former guest on the program. Okay. You know, the one star me. Oh, yeah, the one star me. So he's got the, an eye out. The die stars. Yeah, the die stars, the one star diehards. Yep. The, uh, the uh, hospice adj adjudicators. <laughs> anyway. This is from our friend Rob Stiles, who because we he knows that you love the ones about the psychics. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> this is one about a psychic. I think in Seattle, and this review, the one star review from Lily Worthington Rowe, who says, "I have been a professional medium for fifteen and a half years, and I am very sensitive to all of the energy forces that surround us. The instructors are great." at this facility and it's clean but when i walked into the studio i was assaulted by the dark energy radiating from monica at the front desk oh a yuko situation <laughs> she changes her name often okay doug what else you got okay so this movie her mom is studying spiders in the amazon that's how it opens in 1973 okay and she's pregnant that's kind of cool yeah it, it's cool and she has a guide, this guy Ezekiel. And finally, like it so far. she finds the spider she's been looking for that has these healing properties in its okay, venom. Cool. cool. And uh, this is when Ezekiel turns on her and, and shoots this pregnant woman. But then the spider huh. people of, uh, of the Amazon. Did you say the spider people? Yeah, there's people who... Um, have been getting bit by these spiders, you know, for for yeah. generations or whatever. Who okay. have who have spider powers similar to Spider Man in a way. Oh man, how many of them are there? How many movies is that? You can make a movie out of each one of those people. It would have been more interesting. It was a, if it was a movie about these spider people protecting the Amazon, you know, like in a fern goalie sort of way. Yeah, or yeah. avatars. So anyway. <laughs> the spider people rescue this pregnant woman and she gives uh, water birth to Madam Webb um, hmm. and then dies. But she was bitten by the spider right before she dies. On purpose, the spider people had the spider bite this woman. Then it flashes to 2003, uh, 30 years later, and Dakota mm -hmm. Johnson, star of Fifty Shades of Grage, callback, <laughs> uh, is driving an ambulance uh, and her partner, Adam Scott, is in the back doing chest compressions on someone. And chest compressions is a big theme running throughout this um, whole movie. I don't know why, but they <laughs> decided that was something that they wanted to carry okay. throughout the screenplay okay. was chest compressions. <laughs> okay, right. Kip, what else you got? Here's somebody that I found online doing a recipe. They were trying to make carrot cake. Yeah, and they left a star for the recipe, right? And the the Chrissy Boo left a star, one star, and said, "Carrots have way too much sugar, so I replaced them with shredded kale." Cake turned out rather nasty, so one star. Unsure what went wrong, but it's dry also. <laughs> uh, let me get this right. She put shredded yeah. kale in a cake. Yeah, instead of carrots, she was making a carrot cake, and she replaced the carrots with kale and then didn't like the cake. First of all, carrots have a sweet flavor. Yeah. Kale tastes like eating the parade insert of the newspaper. 
<laughs> I think it, you know what I think it tastes like garbage bags, like shredded up garbage bags, like the black ones. Oh, yum. The, si- yeah. the scented ones. And then I used mayonnaise for the icing and it tasted terrible. It was the worst cake I've ever eaten. <laughs> uh, what else you got, Doug? Okay, well, uh, just a little bit more on Madam Webb. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Adam Scott, who is her partner, and his sister are on the way to the hospital because his sister's water broke. And his sister is like eight months pregnant. There was a whole shower scene earlier. Uh, Ooh, a shower scene. A baby With shower. A pregnant lady? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I, I wish. Baby shower scene. Um, <laughs> a baby shower scene? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross, dude. I don't like this movie. An erotic baby shower scene. But anyway, his sister is giving birth to Peter Parker. Oh. Oh. Which is barely mentioned, but you're able to piece it together because Adam Scott's character... For legal reasons, is probably. Un- is Uncle they Ben. They like... They're probably just like, you can't, you can't get that. You can't yeah. say that he's actually the, yeah. Uh, you can't say Peter Parker, Peter Parker's uncle. So got to be more vague than that. We can't connect it. Exactly. So, uh, Adam Scott is basically uncle Ben, but oh, it's uh, an uncle Ben prequel. They should have just called it uncle Ben. <laughs> they should have. Yeah. <laughs> and so Do they, does anybody call Adam Scott, uncle Ben in the movie? I think they, they call him Ben. And then they say, you're going to be a great uncle on multiple uh, occasions. Yeah. They say, yeah. oh, you're going to be a great uncle. They probably oh, can't ben. say Uncle Ben. That's what people wanted, though, didn't it? And all the people that see you know, all the Star- Spider-Man movies, they're like, but what about the origin story of Ben? <laughs> yeah. The guy's old-ass <laughs> uncle guy. <laughs> and uh, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the spider, Peter Parker, doesn't he get his powers from some other uh, unrelated spider incident? Well, yeah, and his mom wasn't bitten by any spiders. It was just Adam Scott's sister. And Adam Scott was just the partner to this Madam Web. <laughs> so there so the, the what what spider bites him isn't what spider bites Peter Parker to turn him into Spider-Man. He goes to Osgood's lab on a field trip and is bitten by a spider that had like re- nuclear you know, not capabilities, but like it was, but not the same kind of spider that's well, the spider people use. No, in no, the Amazon. But that would be way easier. Yeah, a different this, kind of spider powers. Yeah, and if I were, you know, a scientist or whatever, I would just try and capture these spiders and just let them loose on the whole population. <laughs> yeah, get make everybody have spider powers. Yeah, yeah, that'd be more I fun. Know. What else uh, you got? Here's uh, here's here's another recipe uh, for a dessert. Yuana uh, is responding to a recipe and says, "Hi Jessica, just curious. Could I change the coconut with shredded cheddar cheese? Will it work flavor wise? And do I need to change composition of other ingredients? Thanks a lot." And uh, Jessica says, "Hi Yuana. No, I don't recommend using cheese in this brownie recipe. <laughs> I hope you enjoy them." Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Doug, what else you got? Well, okay, well, just to finish up here. So they go to this fireworks factory 
and she's able to see the future. So she's setting off all these fireworks, which is dumb. And then they get to the roof and the roof is collapsing because of all the damage they cause in this firework factory. There's a big fight on a giant Pepsi Cola sign. <laughs> oh, another thing that features prominently in this movie is Pepsi Cola. <laughs> okay. And she's handed back in, in 2003, they go get some fast food or whatever. And they're both drinking Mountain Dew Code Reds, you know, and holding yeah. the cans with the label out, huh. pretending to open them. Clearly no liquid inside. You know how they do it. This movie, this may, we'll, we'll look back and they'll admit that this was the first movie written by AI. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Let's finally admit, admit it. You know, we did this uh, once as a trial uh, in uh, February of 2024 and people went to see it. Yeah. It made... One guy even talked about it for one hour on a podcast. I'm sure it'll make like 300 million worldwide too. I'll just finish up with this. Yeah. She falls in the water at the end and they rotate doing chest compressions on her like they practiced earlier in the movie. Sure. Doing the chest compressions. And finally, she comes back to life. Um, and her eyes are all weird. And then it cuts to what happens next. And all of a sudden, Madam Webb, Dakota Johnson, is in this loft in New York City in a fancy ass wheelchair wearing like blind, you know, she's blind now and she's paralyzed. It doesn't ever mention how this happened other than her falling in the water. She probably sneezed too hard. <laughs> yeah, she probably sneezed too hard. too hard. Probably blew her nose too hard. Apparently in the, in the comic books, she's just an elderly lady who's in this wheelchair who sort of like is hooked up to all these life support machines that kind of look like a web, which is way huh. cooler, in my opinion. Yeah. So five stars? Oh, yeah, five stars. I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that at the beginning. Okay, what else uh, you got, Kip? Oh, uh, what else I got? Well, I got... I told you about how I got caught up in the... Um, CPAP industrial complex. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The sleeping machines. How they, if you go in for a, because uh, you snore or anything, first as they, soon as you walk in that door, you're in it, and they're going to get you. They're going to say you have sleep apnea. They're going to make you rent one of those machines. First, know? they pump gonna, us gonna full of Taco replace. Bell, like our entire lives, forcing us to get a CPAP machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they, and then they'll make you get all the equipment and they say that you have to like replace every piece of equipment every two weeks or something. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But I, I went on at some point um, to ask them a question about like getting some of the new, new materials. If I could just like just buy them on the side, you know, without having to go through insurance or anything like that yeah. or sign up for a um, subscription model. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I didn't want to do that. I was just going to buy. Can I just buy a new hose? Right. No, so I went on live support at this Apria website. Mm -hmm. I was against getting it. Yeah. I didn't want to get it. I kept telling them that I didn't need it over and over again. Um, and then I tried to get life insurance, Does and it... I got denied life insurance because the pe people in the CPAP industrial complex. Oh, they're tied they in with the insurance. Put companies. out the word to the whole world that you have sleep apnea and you could die in your sleep at any second. Yeah, I basically. get it. Which forces you to get the machine 
right. you can't get life insurance unless you buy this machine. So anyway, I'm in it now. Okay. I can't get out. I'm like Madame Webb <laughs> over here hooked up to all these machines while I'm sleeping. Uh, anyway, um, here's here's the conversation I had with the customer service person. I got, They had an ch- online chat. Okay. So here's her. She's Christina. So I say, I'd say I'd like some help with some equipment. And I, she says, what's your patient ID? Fucking know that. Do you know any fucking patient ID? There's, so I'm like, I, I'm trying to find out. Like, I don't know what it is. Can you help me out with it? Yeah, yeah. And she goes, and she goes, thank you. Smiley face. And then she says, your patient ID is FUX469. Fox 469. <laughs> now they're just That's toying with you. They're Fox just laughing. 469. And I go, I go, cool patient ID and she says lol smiley face right and then i say i'm not just using the cpap machine for sleeping if you know what i mean and then christina says okay then i would recommend calling 855-648-8369 to place your order smiley face oh that's your cell phone number sure yeah 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 right Uh uh-huh right only one way to find out and so I say, is it true they say the sex is better when you're both wearing CPAP machines? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then she says, this chat is showing as inactive, so I'm going to close it. If you have any further questions, please feel free to reach back out and you will be re- reconnected. And then, uh, I, and then I was like, hello? I thought we Christina? had something going. Where are you? Christina. Then, then it was like, uh, Joel. Joel has joined the chat, and I go, "Hey, Joel, where's Christina?" Joel, I was hitting it off with Christina. This is Fox Four Sixty Nine. Can you get Christina back? I know, and uh, and that's it. Hmm. I've no ending. I've been trying to, to get back in touch with Christina on the Apria Live sub customer support. Yeah, you got to go out and look for her, but you got to wear your CPAP machine so she'll recognize you. Oh, that's true. I got to wear it at all times now. Doug, I was just thinking, do you think that Christina Chatroom got fired for her sexy customer support chat with me? No, I think it's it's just a weird coincidence, and your actual account number is FUX469. That's a coincidence? Not just using the CPAP machine for sleeping, if you know what I'm saying, is what I said. And then she said, okay, when I then I would recommend calling 855-648-8369 to place your order. Smiley face. Yeah, I mean, you should call it regardless. But I think Fox 469, you got to find out if that's your actual account number. Could it be? Yeah. I mean, would it be on a bill you got? Yeah, let's call them and get to the bottom of this, Doug. I'll put it on speaker. 855-648-8369. Okay, I think this is her cell phone. Damn it. That's not her personal cell phone. Please hang up and dial 911 now. Dial 911? This is kind of an emergency, right? Yeah, just dial 911 and ask for Christina. Should I leave a message? Of course. Hi there. Uh, this message is for Christina. My patient ID number is uh, FUX469. That's uh, F as in uh, Fox469 is my patient ID. 
Uh, I thought we had something kind of special going on, and uh, I miss you. Call me. If you are satisfied with your message, press 1. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) All right, Doug, anything else? Nope. Kip, anything else? Uh, No, nothing else, man. I think we might be done here. All right, folks. Remember, this is a podcast that people love to hate and hate to love. (laughs) They hate to love it. (laughs) Yeah, they hate to love it. (laughs) It's about time to sign off, but whatever you do, make sure that you go to find your favorite reviewing site and give this podcast one star and one star only. Don't fuck this up. This is the only podcast with a perfect one-star rating. Yeah. Uh, like it or hate it, you gotta rate it. One star. Our guest next week, Yuko, from the Quest Diagnostics on East 3rd Street in Los Angeles. <laughs> and stay tuned for a special extended Patreon session, including never-before-heard ads. And now for our special Patreon subscribers, Doug describing more about the bariatric surgeries. Now with extra ads just for you, our premium listeners. Looking to make a statement with Grage? Functional Grage's medium hue is perfect for creating a more saturated look that lets your walls stand out in any room. It's especially great for focal points and accent walls. Need help finding your perfect grayish? Book a free virtual color consultation with one of our color experts to bring your color to life. Tospasage and Sherwin-Williams. If you thought watching paint dry was a blast, you should try listening to it. Tospasage. Patreon Premium Plus. That show is harrowing because of the surgery they have to have after they lose a bunch of weight. The, the cosmetic surgery to remove all the loose skin. And what's that sound like? <laughs> well, it's, that wasn't so much a sound. That was more of a, a smell because oh, no. they, they use a laser to like cut through your, your skin. And then they have to, because most of it's in the stomach. Good thing they, you weren't in charge of the smells, just the, uh, the sounds. I had to leave the room for that one. I just went remote. And oh, then... But then they put in a fake belly button because they've you've taken all the skin that ha- once had a belly button. So could I get a couple other but could I get extras? I suppose you could, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, like you ha- you were you were born from three different mothers at the same time. Yeah. Cool. Or I, or you have a an a Audi, but you wanted an Innie. or you want both. Can't decide. Maybe. Yeah, I think they get can. Both. Maybe they can do Audis. I don't know. Well, I'll give them a call. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say thank you to our sponsor once again.
Sherwin-William Paints presenting the color of the year for 2024, Drift of Mist. Okay, is that like an aquamarine? The color of the year for 2024. Yeah, you gotta wait Pretty early. You gotta wait until the end of the year to see what colors pop. You know, Tosposage and Sherwin Williams—they go together like Drift of Miss and Antiquarian Brown. SW0045 and SW9166 for your reference. Good night, everybody. I don't think that's a podcast, Doug. That's a podcast. 